I mean, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> you, you have know. to. Right. And that's the thing is everybody starts somewhere. Sure, there's going to be people out there that started their business at 16 and it flourished. And that's amazing. Don't get me <laughs> right, wrong. Right. That's the best possible way. But at the same time, everybody has to start somewhere. Definitely. Um, well, I guess we'll get started. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to Out at Reese's podcast. I'm your host, Reese Chalvis. Joining me today, we got Braden Belknap. He's a transformational coach, life coach, author, also a fellow podcast host. How you doing, man? Doing so good. Thanks so much for having me. Of course, me. dude. I, I've been excited for this one. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. It's been a couple months in the making, and now we're <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> here we are. It's... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we at first we didn't even know that. Well, you, you didn't know right I was in here. Utah. Yeah. Was, so when you reached out, I, I just assumed you were here, and turns out you were. So exactly, it worked out. It's a small world, that's right? For sure. Definitely, <laughs> and it's it's crazy. Like it, it feels so big and, until you really start meeting people and networking, and then, and here you are. You exactly, know? It's, and it's a consistent thing. You know, social media is such a blessing, and sure, there's the downsides to it, but. The aspect of getting to know people right. and to build a community is a, a blessing in itself. Definitely, it's 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 one of those things for me at least. I don't know if you see this for yourself or not, but on the analytical side, it really feels like I'm not really seeing much. But then seeing the community grow, like uh, with the podcast, and that's where I really see the growth at. It's like the numbers don't matter right now, you know. While I'm still small and everything, but the the community seeing everyone come together support each other and and whatnot is the best part really i agree with that it's i mean you said it numbers are obviously nice to see don't get me wrong. right but the aspect of the just that one person reaching out and say hey you changed my life or you know you see five people talking about the one podcast that changed their perspective right it, it does start to get your network starts to get tight knit. Your community starts to get tight knit, and that'll grow over time. Right. We all got to start somewhere, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> so uh, you've uh, you're a transformational coach. Uh, can you explain exactly what you're trying to transform about people's lives? So I created the something called the Prosperous Life Methodology. Okay. And it comes down to seven steps, and obviously there's a lot of subcategories mm-hmm. to them, but I fundamentally believe if somebody can master awareness, identity vision, mindset, emotions, purpose, action, and impact. I named eight. Mindset and emotions really go together. They're hand in hand. Oh, yeah. But if they can master those seven steps, their life will change. So so is, do you have like a whole course or do you just talk about them and kind of go over everything? So I meet with people one-on-one, and that's really just a holistic approach. Whatever they bring to the table, I'll help them work oh, through as a coach. Okay. Two, I have a membership. Every single week on Mondays, I bring a topic, and I teach about it. I coach around it. And from there, at the end of it, whoever wants to step up and have a coaching around that topic, I'll support them through that. Oh, okay. And then, of course, my book highlights those seven steps and as that's well. that's Journey to... Journey to Prosper? Journey to Prosper. Yeah, I was just looking at that earlier today. And So tell me about that book. Is that just... Yeah, just tell me about it's, it. I, I, it seems sounds interesting. It really aligns with my story and where it all began. So when I was super young, I grew up with, let's just say, in my childhood mm. eyes, the, the perfect family. Right? right. We had a three-story home. My playroom was 
almost as bigger than my house now <laughs> that I have now. <laughs> we had cars. We never worried about food. Mm-hmm. There, we had a lot of blessings, and my parents were together. Nothing could go wrong in my eyes. Fast forward one day, my mom called me downstairs and walked down. You could just feel the energy was off. Mom and dad crying. And they say, your father and I are getting a divorce. I didn't necessarily know what that means, but I thought just based upon how the energy felt. Right. My sister's younger than me. It's like, what is that? <laughs> With a smile on her face. <laughs> yeah. We're getting a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they explained it, which just validated what I was thinking. From there, to me, that created three main limiting beliefs. Obviously more, but three main ones. One, love is not real. You never can rely on anyone but myself. And you never know what's real and what's fake. From there, at the age of 13, I started doing drugs, alcohol, hanging out with a group that obviously wasn't aligned with who I was Mm -hmm. and who I wanted to be. Didn't know who I was at that time, but I, at a period of time doing that and doing the things that I didn't want to be doing, I stole money from my brother. I was very Mm self-centered, to say the least. But it's because I wanted to be accepted. I wanted to be loved. After a while... I don't know. Do you believe in God? I believe there's something. I I don't have a particular belief, but I think there's something. Yeah, I agree with that. So I was hanging out downstairs with my friends, and I hear a voice in the back of my head. It sounded like a friend that said, go to the bathroom. Didn't have to go to the bathroom or anything at this time, but I went. And at that moment, I heard a voice say, you either will die before you graduate or high school, or you will change and you'll make an impact. And it just validated that I was more and I could become more. I just didn't know how. So fast forward a couple, couple months, year. I cut out everything from my life. I started to read books. I started to go to conferences, seminars, listen to podcasts. And those are the steps that I followed to change my life. So it's really just taking my story, talking about my story, the steps I did to change my life so that other people can develop that. That's really cool. That's that's really interesting because uh, there's definitely a lot of people that either have or do struggle with those kinds of things and they just haven't had that kind of awakening, I guess you could say, to or, or awareness that you were able to kind of come to. And So what, what kind of advice would you give to people who maybe are struggling with those things and they just haven't had that kind of experience yet? First step is awareness, right? I always say if there's a spider on your back and you don't know it's there, you can't get it off. (laughs) Yeah. But if you know it's there and you're keeping it there, it's now a choice that the spider's there. Because the moment you can recognize it, you can get it off if you choose. It's always a choice. That's a good analogy. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's really interesting. If anybody wanted to start anywhere, start with awareness. Start asking yourself questions. Ask yourself, what areas in my life am I not happy with? What am I doing in my life right now that I know I shouldn't be doing? If you ask yourself that one question, you're going to get something. You, you, I'm sure everyone will find <laughs> something, you know, and, and uh, I feel like that's something even people who, who have, you know, transformed themselves into who they want to be. I feel like they can still ask themselves that every single day. Exactly. There's thing I'm doing right now that I shouldn't be doing. (laughs) I've been working on myself forever. The thing is, we will never achieve everything that we're capable of achieving. And I'll talk about that a little bit more. There's always another book to read. There's always something, another person to meet. 
There's always another perspective to change. Our life is ever evolving, but someday it's going to come to an end. Yeah. And does that scare <laughs> you at all? Does that, does the thought of no, as long as I follow my journey that I'm going along right now, I know that I'll become the best version of myself. And I know I will achieve everything that I'm capable of achieving while I'm here. Yeah. Now, if I stopped that and I didn't start, I stopped taking foots forward. That's what would scare me. Yeah. For, for me, it's, it's, um, I do, I do feel like I'm on the correct path right now with my podcast and everything going on. But sometimes I do get that fear of just like, man, I don't want to say goodbye to this life forever, you know? And it's hard to get past that thought and that sometimes can bring me down. But that's when I just try to stay positive and look towards, you know, positive things as well. See, I, uh, I would say, I mean, to take a step back, I would say that the only thing that doesn't scare me and it's not fearful, but it would be leaving my wife behind. My mom, my dad, I know they'll take care of themselves. My siblings, (coughs) they'll take care of themselves. And obviously I don't want to leave them. But I would hate leaving my wife behind. Yeah. And that doesn't take me away from living life, but it, I would say that's the one thing that I haven't necessarily fully worked through. Yeah, that's um, that's probably really hard. I, I'm single, so I can't really, I don't really <laughs> have those thoughts, you know, at the moment. But I can, I can imagine, you know, having dated in the past with that, you know, just the thought of leaving them behind and and whatnot. Uh, so on, on the topic of uh, just like, self-help and and because uh, I've, I've been someone I've been an advocate for mental health self-help for several years now that's I feel like I started my kind of journey of growth really probably just a couple of years ago and what what where would what would you say uh, technology has what kind of impact would you say that has on your own mental health and or even just preventing you from really being your true authentic self That's a good question. That makes me think. I think of technology as one of two things. It's like a double-edged sword, right? Yeah. Because there's technology like this. It's allowing us to reach people for the rest of our lives. This podcast will live longer than me and you. (laughs) Right, yeah, because the internet's crazy. Yeah. Flip side of that is it is distraction, right? If there's things that you want to accomplish in your day and you allow your social media texting or somebody calling you and wasting your time because they want to talk about the bad thing that happened at their work, then it's going to create a negative impact on you. So it's really a choice. I'm not saying I'm perfect. There is sometimes I often find myself scrolling on social media. That's right. one thing you you mentioned. That's the one thing I'm doing right now that <laughs> I know I shouldn't be doing. Right. Um, but other than that, I've unfollowed the friends, family that don't serve me. I've unfollowed the celebrities that don't serve me. I've unfollowed any negative page. So I've really optimized that even when I'm scrolling, not that it's a good thing, but it's going to be Tony Robbins, Jordan Peterson. It's feeding goodness into my Really positive things to kind of keep you on track and like kind of remind you, Hey, you know, are you doing what you need to do? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, uh, I've definitely done that a couple of times. There's still quite a few people I should unfollow. Now that you bring it <laughs> up, I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I should probably unfollow them <laughs> and get them just kind of out of my life. Cause there, there's a lot of people that can be really toxic for you that you don't even realize it. Yeah. You know, 
And I think that's one thing anybody could start doing. If you want to start changing your life, you spend so much time on social media. People probably aren't even aware of it. <laughs> right. Just go unfollow. If you are on social media right now and usually you're like, yeah, that person shouldn't be in my life. Just go and follow. It's, sometimes it's hard, though, because you're like, but they were a cool friend or something. You know, it's like even though you might not even talk to them anymore. They're like, yeah. they're a cool person, but yeah, I should probably. And, you know, to speak to that, <clears throat> if they served your life and they're still serving you, great. You know, you can still love them from a distance, right. to say the least, even though you're not talking. You can support them. You can like their pictures, whatever. Because support's also huge. Aspect to that is if there's they're not in your life for a reason and they're still a cool person, but they bring negativity to your life even when you see their pictures, it's probably when you need to let them go. <laughs> right, right. So, so define what you mean exactly by serving, when they, when they have them serving you. So to me, there's not – energy is really negative or positive. Take it back to science class. There's no – neutral energy it's right. usually positive or negative life works very similar i'm not trying to be woo woo here or anything yeah, but you yeah. generally know if something you can ask is this good or is this bad if it's eh it's probably on the negative <laughs> side of things right so i guess that's the way i see it if you see somebody and you're like man that makes me so happy to see them winning i'm so happy to see them here i'm so happy that you know i have all these amazing memories with them probably means they're bringing goodness to you. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say that there's somebody that brought goodness to you. Because as you start to work on yourself, naturally you're going to outgrow people that you love and like and people that don't you don't love and like. Right. <laughs> it's a natural progression to your self-development. Maybe there's somebody that did serve you at one point that tried to drag you down. Hey, that's not who you are. That's for the rich. That's not who you are. That's for the middle class and their their beliefs and perspectives are trying to take you down probably can ask yourself and you probably have a really good idea of whether they're serving you or not yeah yeah kind of bringing up when you bring up that point how you said like if you're like eh, it's probably negative i think um i think really if you just can't see any positive sides to to something particular that's how you probably should know or tell yourself this probably isn't good or healthy for me exactly and uh yeah technology is a it's a crazy thing it's uh like so right right now i'm uh i'm on a a technology fast which is it's more of a phone fast than anything but i'm staying off my computer uh and I, i'm only allowing myself 30 minutes of free phone time a day there's some more exceptions like i have to use my phone for work and such and i've noticed the days where i'm really just like not even looking at it or even feeling like i care to check it or anything i it's when i feel the happiest like i feel just the most kind of uh what would what would be the word free i guess it just feels so free and and refreshing and i do think like my phone i'm trying to rather than look at it as a tool of entertainment i'm trying to look at it as a or sorry rather to look at it as a device for entertainment i'm trying to look at it as a tool right and because uh, i actually i'm reading this book that i talked about in the last po in the last podcast I did, and it's uh, I can't remember exactly what it's called. It talks about consciousness with psychedelics and and whatnot. But she talks about how people form a a connection with their phone similar to to a connection with a person. But because there's not an actual person there, your phone isn't a person. It can that kind of connection with a 
inan- inanimate object can cause feelings of loneliness, depression, uh, isolation, which can lead to things such as addiction. And it was really mind-blowing reading that because I had never thought about it that way. And when I started to realize that on myself, as last year there was a point that I was, I'd say I was addicted to marijuana for, for a good good period of time. And when I finally realized that, I quit it. And I, I, I haven't gone back. And I think a lot of people, because of the way that phones and social media and everything is so normalized in in society that having an addiction to your phone is almost seen as normal like if you don't have an addiction to your phone if you're not checking your phone checking your messages every every five minutes you know know, you're the weirdo or whatever you know it's like like oh he's he never texts back he's he's never on social media what's wrong with him it's like what's wrong with society (laughs) you know exactly and it's okay to be different I think the moment that you're okay being misunderstood is the moment you're probably living in alignment with who you authentically are. Because then you will be misunderstood. Not texting back, not being on social media as much, being a slow texter backer. (laughs) 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 That's okay. Exactly. And and I feel like I I used to be someone who when people wouldn't text back or they'd take hours to respond, it irritated me. I'd be like, are they really not on their phone? Just check, like they're check. I'm like I'm sure they saw it, and even if they did see it, you know. But after having to come to real the realization that like people have a life, you know, and not checking your phone all the time, or even like sometimes I'll see messages and it's like I just don't have the, I don't have the time where I'm not in a position where I can just continue this conversation right now, you know. So I'll take longer to respond, and after coming to realize that for myself. It's like I realize, you know, people have a life and I don't care that people take long to respond anymore. You know, I'm, it's if anything, that's a good sign that they're not on their phone or, you know, <laughs> or they want to take the time to actually respond. Right. And it, with effort, like uh, maybe a thought, a thought out, well thought out response. Exactly. I've had people get uh, it's funny you bring this up. My family <laughs> hates how slow I am at texting back. <laughs> and I love them to death for it because I know I do need to be better in some regards. <laughs> to speak to that, it's, man, I lost my train of thought here, I believe. My point is, is that it's an often time of if somebody texts me something meaningful or an actual question. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law messaged me yesterday and was talking to me about meditation. It took me a couple hours to respond. But the moment I sat down, I wrote paragraphs. It was like, (laughs) yeah, felt like a chapter to a book, (laughs) but I just didn't want to send like a cliche message, something that he's already heard of. I wanted to actually add value to his life. Especially like if it's someone you've known for a while, small talk is the worst thing for me. I hate small talk with people <laughs> who I talk to on a regular basis. Like, hey, what's up? Not much. You, not much. Like, you know, like it's just, it, it, it very, it, it's really pointless when you really, you already know how they're doing. It, it, to it, or, or like if you're talking to them on a regular, you kind of know the basics of small talk. You know, I feel like it really is just kind of a waste of time at that point. It is a 100% of a waste of time. You might as well just pick up the phone and have a good conversation. Right. I, I always prefer phone calls over texting. But then I can't focus on anything I'm doing when I'm on a phone, so I just kind of pace around just talking to them for 30 minutes and 
sometimes it's a really good conversation. Sometimes it's the biggest waste of time, but it was like entertaining, you know, so. Exactly. And I think to speak to that, you know, we talked about social media to unservingness and so on and so forth. Don't give somebody your time if they're not, if you're not willing to give somebody a hundred dollars, don't give them a hundred minutes of your time. If you're not willing to give them 10 minutes of your time, don't give them. Or if you're not willing to give them $10, don't give them 10 minutes of your time. A lot of people can see money, fill money, you know, fill a water bottle, whatever the case is. They can't necessarily fill time. Right. But we can always get more of the material items. We can't get more of time. So somebody isn't serving you, don't give them your time. Move forward. It's okay. Love them from a distance. (laughs) It's actually scary how much time we waste naturally just just like how much just humans naturally waste you know just in their life including myself um and then it's when you realize that time never is coming back especially when you look back to different you know points in your life that you consider like good memories good eras in your life it's like man i'm never getting that time back and you realize if i keep wasting time doing you know bull crap it's like how am I going to be able to build the life I want if I'm to keep continue doing this? I agree with that. That's where, you know, you asked if I was scared of death or something of that nature. If I was wasting time, that's where I would become very scared of death. Because time is of the essence. I'm 23. I may live till 24 if I'm lucky. That's a blessing. I may live till I'm 120. That's also a blessing. Right. But we're never promised another year. Not maybe we're not not even promised another day. Like <laughs> you know, you never know what. But that's one thing is I was actually just talking about this to myself the other day when I do my kind of practice podcast uh, sessions, and that I was I was thinking about it. We don't know truly what's going to happen next. We we can assume right. We can assume oh I have these plans, so I'm going to be doing this thing next. But you really never know what's going to happen or what like we become so comfortable with routine and then just expect an expectation that it throws us off when the expectations don't happen and something else happens. Right. Like this is kind of a little dark, but like, say, the death of a of a family member. Right. It's like you you assumed you were going to live till you're 80 with this person and now they're gone. And and it's like. Most people just aren't ready for that kind of change, you know, or that kind of, that life adversary. Derails you. It's unexpected. Right. And it's the unexpected things that, you know, either put us back right on the trails, the rails, I should say, to going strong or it derails us and we crash. And not to speak to this, to go back to, let's say, awareness, the first step in my belief of living a prosperous life. If you just begin to ask yourself a question even throughout the day, so accept yourself where you're at. Okay, I just wasted 30 minutes on your phone. Okay. If you start judging yourself and beating yourself up, you'll probably naturally go back to your phone because it makes you feel better. Right. Just accept yourself where you're at right now, wherever it's at, whether it's phone, technology, relationship, negativity, a death of a family member. Just accept it because then you can move forward. Right. People try to run away from stuff like that, you know, at breakups, you know, family deaths. It's they 
they'll bury themselves in things, bury their emotions t- to get away from it rather than kind of just facing it and getting through it. Exactly. It, that kind of where that's kind of what will decide is this going to be more of like death sucks, right? Nobody likes losing family members, but you can turn it into a positive thing by growing from it, you know? And that's kind of up to you. Like what how are you going to cope with this and what are you going to do exactly. next, right? 100% and like you said, what are you going to do about it next? You can see where yourself at now, but if you don't have a plan, you'll never move past it. Right. Yeah, it's um that's one thing having a plan. I think just uh, I think ultimately if you can shape your mind to essentially be ready for sudden change in your life, uh whether it be just really anything, you know, I I feel like I'm at a point right now where I feel like I'm super, you know, I'm 23 as well. I'm I'm starting to realize, you know, and life isn't slowing down. I'm, I'm an adult, you know, I'm, it's not, you know, it's not high school anymore. I'm, I can't just mess around with my friends all the time anymore. It's, but I'm also, I don't haven't established my life yet where I want to be or how I want to be totally yet. And so I, I feel like I'm at a point right now where I just, I'm kind of just ready for whatever comes next. You know, me and a lot of friends have talked about this year specifically. We think it's going to bring a lot of change to a lot of people's lives, people close to us and everything. And, and we're already seeing that change and having, being ready for this change and ready to embrace it has mentally made me feel so much better, you know, with everything that's come up. I kind of, I'm starting to finally see things and change as opportunities rather than then uh what's the word you you, you get what i'm saying yeah I exactly you're good it <laughs> when you're doing these podcasts man sometimes you just <laughs> lose the train of thought <laughs> it's the worst I, I i uh i did a podcast at this is a storm tour event the big music event that goes around the country these this last year and uh i was talking to the the creator the i had the the guy who was hosting the whole event and he came on the podcast and literally just lost my train of thought. I literally could, was like silent for like five, ten seconds because I just could not think. I was like, and he he like he chimed in to kind of help me because I just I just blanked. It was it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> and you you put yourself put so much pressure on yourself. Like people are gonna listen to this and I have noticed you improve really fast when you actually practice. Like even. I, I realized, like, the only pr- when I first started the pra- uh, the podcast, the only practice I was getting was when I'd shoot podcasts. And I realized for where I'm trying to go with this, I feel like that's not enough. So I started doing solo podcast practice sessions. I have them all recorded on my phone. Don't, I don't post them anywhere because that's, you know, well, not what they're for. But I do feel like having started to practice every day, just being able to kind of improvise and say the next thing that comes up has is where my skills really kind of improved on rather than freezing up, you know, and not sharing, not knowing what to say next. I love that 100%. The moment my podcast began, began, begun to be good was the moment I looked at it as this is just me. I'm creating this podcast for me and people just get a benefit from it. Relieve the pressure of what are people going to think of me? Because if I'm just talking to myself at the end of the day, it's good advice for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can tell me that my advice to myself isn't good. So as long as I'm being my authentic self, right? 
nobody can. Well, have you around. have you ever been talking and saying things maybe to the camera or whatever, and you like you say something that you were like, whoa, that's facts. Like <laughs> you, you like it just kind of came out, and you're like, I'm I, like you're, it's not even something you're necessarily applying to yourself, but then you realize like, that's true. I should start doing that. Like that's you know, exactly, one hundred percent. Because that's the thing is, an artist does art because he likes it. The person buying it just gets to benefit from it. Right. I do the podcast because I need to hear it for myself. <laughs> yeah. And everybody else just gets to benefit it. Generally, what I'm speaking about is something that I'm working through on my own. Mm-hmm. To better my, my own life. Right. Exactly. And I'm just documenting it. You're documenting <laughs> it and allowing people to watch that and take what they want from it. Exactly. And that's that's important. I I know we, 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 kinda, we do podcasts about mostly different kind of areas uh but there's they're still so connected in this in the way that ultimately there's others life others life experiences and messages that people can take to change their own life from and that's the beautiful thing about podcasts is i feel like a lot of them are just there's always something to take from them despite the genre despite what they're about you know even you know whatever it yeah. is and it's it's why I love podcasting, man. It's like just just being able to share other people's experiences, their life, really, and and their thoughts on really anything, you know. Exactly. That's the thing is, it's dedication, it's persistence, <clears throat> and if you stick with anything in life, it's not if you will succeed, it's when you will succeed. And to speak to that, whether we're talking about a career, a podcast our personal development journey just stick with it exactly and and that's it's really hard to believe that though uh when you're first starting to kind of go into certain things because let's say like for podcasting specifically there's millions of podcasts out there that are small they don't they're they aren't growing or seeing numbers or anything and and when so when you someone starts a new one you think man it is so hard to make it in the podcast world like to truly get a podcast to like blow up or or whatever it's takes so much work and it's a lot of people see it more as luck and because of that they'll be demotivated you know and they'll think why am i doing this if i if it's going to be if there's such a small chance of me actually making it and when when you have that kind of mindset it definitely is going to affect you and probably prevent you from become seeing the success that you want but if you can throw that mindset in the garbage and kind of see it as okay if i keep going and just not stop no matter how i'm feeling no matter what i'm going through just keep going i will be there you know you don't say if but will right and yeah and honestly you you will <laughs> you will exactly. get, you'll get to where you want to be 100 percent. and that's the thing is your chances of succeeding anywhere is such a low chance if you want to be at the top right most of the top encompasses most of everything, but you're not gonna get there if you don't <laughs> yeah. start somewhere. Like even even people who go to school for jobs that are nine to five, you could say, let's say you go into IT, because that's something I was going to go into uh, when I was in high school, and it's you, like if you're not putting in the effort, say you barely graduated high school and you're not really putting much of an effort in whatever position you land, you're not gonna go very far. You know, if if you just if you kind of just give up and not try your best you're not going to go very far in in any career field whether it's a podcast it a doctor 
But if you can stay consistent and constantly thrive to be your best, you will you will be amongst the top if you just don't stop. Exactly. It's just a matter of time. Just a matter of time. And it's Mr. Beast. Do you, know, do you know who Mr. Beast is? I love Mr. Beast. So he took a thousand, I think he shot a thousand YouTube videos before he ever broke a thousand views really? on a YouTube video. The, my statistics might be a little wrong there. But he's one of the big, he is the biggest YouTuber now, I believe. Really? I want to say he's the biggest YouTuber. Even bigger than T-Series now? I don't even know who that is. So. Oh, really? Based so, upon that, yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure who that is. But so. the point being is he was doing it for himself. Right. He did it because he loved it. And that goes to purpose as well. If you if you already hate something before even starting it, then don't even start it. Right. And and that's another thing. With with all these different career paths people are going into or trying, say, YouTube, Twitch streaming, podcasting, a lot of them, they'll just look at it as a side thing. You know, they'll, they'll have their regular lifestyle, and then it'll just, it's just a side thing. And and, and that's why they, they won't go as far. Um, plan B, plan A, plan Right, exactly. C. And but the people who make it the biggest say Mr. Beast like that was his life his lifestyle was YouTube it was sleeping YouTube sleeping YouTube probably you know I think he's even said that he would like sometimes not even eat or you know or something when he was just absolutely going crazy and it's like you really have to make what you're trying to accomplish your lifestyle you can't just have it as the side the thing on the side while you do whatever else you want it's like exactly if that's truly what you want to do who you want to be you got to make that your life yeah, and it's just have a vision. You know, I, I created, and I fundamentally believe everybody should, but I have a vision for everything that I want to accomplish with who I want to be, my finances, businesses, relationships, material items, lifestyle, everything. I don't have two life visions. I have one. And I will do anything and everything it takes to achieve that one life vision. Yeah. Do you ever... When you're going through all of these, every, everything you do to try to accomplish these visions you have uh, for how, for where you want to be, who you want to be, how do you deal with your self-doubts if you ever get any self-doubts or just lack of motivation to keep going? Everybody has self-doubts, <clears throat> even the people at the top. I always have imposter syndrome. Who the hell am I to be <laughs> a coach? <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? But I also know that I've gone through so much in life that I have every reason and every ability to be a coach because I've seen the results. As far as doubts goes, there's a lot of them. There's times when I just started the podcast, just wrote my book, just launched my membership, just launched one-on-one coaching, all this stuff. Every time I launch something new, there's doubts because I've never done it before. But I don't doubt getting on a podcast anymore because I've done it so many right, times. Right, exactly. I don't doubt my ability to create a result in somebody's life because I've done it so many times. I don't doubt being able to produce results in my membership because I've done it so many times. It comes back to consistency and persistency. Persistency. <laughs> it, it, it almost it's going to be feels scary. Like, it almost feels like a fake it till you make it type of thing. Like, uh, like, And by that I mean like fake it till you are who you say you are. You know, like when I first started this podcast, I'd tell people – Oh, I'm I'm a podcaster, and it kind of feel weird saying that because it's like, because I was so new to it, it's just like, 
man, am I though? Like, I mean, I know I'm doing a podcast, which is should be what makes you a podcaster, but it didn't feel like I was because I hadn't been doing it enough. I, you know, and and so I, I, it almost felt like I was lying to people when I said I was, and it didn't really feel good either because it's just I felt like an imposter. I felt like, like, I, I, you know, you one hundred percent, and just when you start something new. You're going to naturally have doubts. Anything. Right. Now, let's say I was... To me, the more the doubts that came in in my life have been when I was not authentic. So if I hated being a podcaster and I kept doing it every single day, every single week, every single month, I'd be like, am I doing the right thing? Well, yeah, you're going to have doubts because you hate what you're doing. Right. And, and, right? and it's like, why put yourself through something like that? If despite the amount of success you could see you it's it's going to be a lot harder to reach it when it is something that you hate doing yeah cuz it's not you and the other aspect is doubts is there's no doubt for me to have cuz i only have a plan a what i can't doubt my plan a cuz i have nothing else to fall back on right so so it you just have to go all in right you you'll never fail until you give up. You know, I've heard that a lot. That's a, you know, that's a very common saying, I feel like, um, especially in like kind of the personal, uh, self growth type of community and, and everything. A lot of people will say that, and but it's cause it's true. Like you, you never will truly fail till you stop trying. Exactly. I, you'll make mistakes. You'll stub your toe here and there and that's okay. Just keep going. It can hurt. It, sometimes it can hurt to keep going. It can be, but. And that's the thing. Have a plan A. See where you want to go. And as long as you keep, as long as you, if you can't see your entire life, that's okay. I'm not saying my entire life vision is it, all I'm going to accomplish and that's it. There's obviously more to it than what I can see right, right now. To speak to that, as long as you can just see your next step, then you'll you'll always be okay. Yeah, if you see your next step, even if you don't know how to do the next step, st- just try something, right? Because try, try something towards it. Because one thing I've kind of came to the realization is if if, if you want to start something but you don't know how, just start by talking to people. Start learn, you know, just learning stuff online. Because I, I, I believe you can find inspiration from anything. And that the inspiration is where you'll start to figure out, okay, here's how I need to start this first step or this next step or exactly. whatever it is. And... Let's say if you want to know where to start, I believe you need to start with purpose. And I believe your purpose comes down to three things. One, what you're naturally good at. Two, what you love. Or you have the potential to love because if you've never done it before, you don't know that. And three, you can make an impact. I always look at the mountain, this methodology here. Let's say at the top of the mountain is your destiny, everything you could accomplish and be. And along that journey to the top, you cross let's say a hundred people that are struggling to get to the top similar to your destiny if not one of those other people gets to the top but you you did not do your job so if you aren't sure where to start let's say you had a gun to your head and the person says pick exactly what you want to do what you believe that you'll like what you believe you'll love what you believe you're naturally good at and how you can make an impact, I can guarantee you could come up with one thing very quickly. 
Not to say that's the thing you have to stick with, but at least gives you the direction to start. It, it will, it will, and it'll bring up, like you said, if you don't have to stick with it, but it will give you more opportunities, kind of like a like a fork in the road, right? Now it's like you have multiple choices that you can now pursue depending yeah. on where you where it is you want to go. Exactly. Yourself. I like that. And there's not, you know, mountain, there's many paths up the road. You might start one thing and then you might stop it and you might pursue something else. That's okay because your past is all leading up to that. The knowledge and the wisdom you grow throughout your past journeys there's things that when I was doing drugs and alcohol at 13 and stealing and this, 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 me stealing from my brother was one of the best things that happened to me and him. Not to say it was a good thing. I want to go do it again. But the lessons that came from it are amazing. Right. It's not a waste of time. You exactly. just have to pull the goodness from the bad. And also, I feel like a lot of people, they'll they'll miss out on opportunities because it's not exactly where they want to go. But one thing a lot of people don't realize that just only now recently I realized is even if it's not going to take you exactly where you want to go, if it's in the similar area that you're trying in, you know, that you're trying to work towards, it will, it will put you closer. And then eventually a new opportunity will open up that maybe still doesn't put you to where you want to go, but it'll keep putting you closer and closer until you, you know, find it. Until you do find yeah. it. And, and you're like, Oh, I'm here. <laughs> so, so, like I feel like there's a lot of opportunities I've missed out on because of that same reason. I just, like, I don't want to go down that route because I don't. It's not where I want to go, but it's, but it would have put me closer to what I wanted to do back then. And so it's, I try to see opportunity in everything now. And yeah. And at least look at it, right? Somebody yeah. offers you a plate of gold. Maybe it's poison, but at least look at it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, know, you never know, know what you might find. And if it if you look at it and you're like, yeah, this is definitely not what I want to do. Cool. <laughs> right. Let it pass. Maybe you'll be kicking yourself in a couple of years, but at that time you didn't feel it was right for you, so you really can't. Right. But at least you looked at it. But if you're just like, yeah, no. Looked at it, considered your options, and realized, okay, there's a here's a plate of gold. It might be poison, but over here's a plate of silver. Yeah. You know, exactly. And that's not poison. I'm going to take the plate of silver. Exactly. And the plate of silver might just be what you need to get to the real plate of gold. <laughs> right, exactly. The, the authentic 24 karat gold. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice. I would take a plate of that. <laughs> Me too, any day. And gold, I think gold's getting, I think it's going up in value now, isn't it? Gold's pretty expensive. Goes uh, Gold follows economy standards generally. Okay. So when economy, and this is not any advice financially, of course, this is personal perspective, but I do see that, you know, as economy goes down generally, metals or precious things go up. Things that people need right. go up. Especially because it's, because those are the actual physical things all all of the values kind of sort of based off of yeah. essentially. So it's kind of interesting where money's evolved from, but yeah. not, not to get off topic, but uh, <laughs> we so, could go down. That's a podcast. For itself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so how do you, how do you deal with burnout? If you, if you feel burnout and just, and you just can't, you know, you just can't keep going for a while. How, how do you kind of recover from that? 
So I see burnout as two different things. There's a daily burnout where you've exhausted yourself and then there's burnout in the long term. Like I've been doing this forever and I haven't gotten any results and I'm exhausted. I'm going to stop. My daily burnout. Generally, I'll just take five, 15 minutes. Sometimes I take a cold shower just to reset. It's like a reset button. I love cold showers for that. They're reason. so nice. Um, two, maybe I just go for a drive, a walk, something to clear my head, and I come back to it. Burnout from a long-term aspect. Generally, if I make, this is my experience, burnout in a long-term thing can be either one, you're not doing what you need to be doing. So if I was not doing coaching and I was just working a nine-to-five, I can guarantee you I would have major burnout because I wasn't pursuing what I felt I needed to be pursuing. Generally, that means you're not doing what you know you should be doing, in other words. Or two, you're not taking care of yourself spiritually, mentally, or physically. If you are taking care of yourself spiritually, mentally, and physically, your chances of experiencing burnout become very dramatically less because you're taken care of. So I would start there. What's the issue? Is this just a daily thing? I've had a hard day? Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> go take a cold shower. Go for a drive. Go for a walk. Clear your head and then get back to it. Is this a long-term burnout? Okay, are you taking care of spiritually, mentally, and physically? If one of these areas are lacking, fix it. Because then you're taken care of and then you can move forward. If you're taking care of spiritually, mentally, and physically, are you doing what you feel like you should be doing? there's something in your life that you know you shouldn't be doing those are the three criteria that i look at right and it, it definitely it's definitely one of those things that there there's a reason it's happening right and you i guess you kind of have to figure out okay why am i getting burned out a lot of people might say oh it's because you're not stopping what you're doing but i feel like there's a lot of things you can not stop and continue doing and not get burned out on because it's something you're truly feeling passionate about, something you're feeling happy with. And uh, like you said, if you feel like you're not doing what you need to, that's probably where it comes from for a lot of people. And for me personally, one of the biggest mistakes that I make sometimes, I'd say often actually that I'm actually trying to work on, especially with this technology fast, is when I get burnt out, I resort to just stimulating my mind with mindless things on my phone or the TV, and I've realized that that makes it worse. Like it makes it harder to want to go back to doing what it is I need to, that I know I need to do. Yeah. Because then you feel overwhelmed and then you start judging yourself, beating yourself <laughs> right. up. And then you're like, just 10 minute, more minutes. <laughs> and then 10 turn, turns into 30. You're like, dang, it's been 30 minutes. I might as well go to 45, <laughs> you know, just keep going. It's the boundary, right? We get our standards in life. What I mean by that is, I look at it as the thermostat analogy that Tony Robbins uses. Obviously, there's a lot more analogies here, but this one's my favorite. Have you ever heard of this? I haven't. So in this house, there's a thermostat, and let's just say it's at set at 70%. Let's say we open up this door, and it goes down to 40%. 40%. Then we close the door. The house is naturally going to come back to 70% because the standard is at 70%. Now, let's say it's in the middle of the summer. Big gust of hot air comes in, and it increases it to 
naturally we're going to come back to 70%. If you choose to start to increase your standards, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75%, one temperature increase at a time, your life will become better. For instance, somebody's dirt poor wins the lottery, and let's say that they're at 70% on their financial well-being, then they're at like 150%. They're phenomenal. In a couple of years, they're slowly going to come back to 70%. Or even less. Yeah. So start to raise your standards because that's what you get in life. And that could be, again, your spirit, your mind, your body, your relationships, money, business, career. You have standards subconsciously whether you realize it or not. Start to increase your standards. Increase your standards and just make sure you're not you're not letting yourself you're not letting yourself kind of fall into that desire and hope that you hope for that big gust of wind right because if where's the foundation without it right like if, if you if you're slowly building yourself up you're building that foundation but if you just suddenly are there where's the foundation that'll hold you up there and Nothing. keep you up there and to speak to that, so there's, uh, what are they called? The big buildings, tall buildings, skyscrapers. Yeah. The big skyscrapers, what people don't see is they're in the foundation below the dirt, the furthest down, and the most wide. So when, while you're building career, that's how I see me. Throughout my entire time, I'm going really deep and really wide. And maybe people aren't seeing all these amazing results, but I know by going super deep and super wide on my foundation that at some point I'll be the tallest skyscraper in the city. Exactly, because you'll have the biggest support to allow that. And and that's yeah. that's why it can take so much time as well to truly see the success because or see the growth is because you see the growth of the growth of the foundation, but you don't have the, the sky, skyscraper yet. And so the bigger you keep building and expanding suddenly it's like they, as soon as they finish foundations for like houses and buildings whatever it is it feels like they build the, suddenly the breast just comes up super fast and exactly. that's how our careers are you know it's you build a great foundation it feels like nothing you're like oh, i've been doing all this work doing everything but there's not that growth yet there's not the the height yet and then suddenly it's like overnight it, it feels like overnight type of it success starts to come but it's suddenly just because you've been working at it for so long so long so hard and you're you're praised in public what you practice in private for so long it exactly. takes time practice go out and again just start something it's not it doesn't need to be podcasting but maybe it's social media maybe if you're a stay-at-home mom listening to this i <laughs> maybe that's the case that I, who knows i don't know um, maybe you're like, man, what, I haven't worked. I haven't gotten a college degree. I've never started a business. I've never done anything. Well, what do you enjoy? Do you like li watching Netflix shows? Well, maybe you start a podcast or a social media around the episodes you're right. watching and your perspectives and your opinions. You can make millions off of that alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a lot of people's dreams, jobs. Like when they think of like, man, I wish I could make money watching Netflix or I wish I could make money playing video games. It's like you can, <laughs> but you, but it is going to be a, a lot of work. Yeah. Though. That's, that's the thing. A lot of people, 
will be turned off by is the amount of work these those kind of things take and we're we're all gonna die someday and we might be saying well i'm already 23 why would i restart my career i'm already 50 or i'm retiring why would i start (laughs) another thing well you're gonna be another year older next year anyways so why not start doing something new think about what you could accomplish just in a year right and it's it's definitely it's never too late to start and you don't want to die saying i wish i had done it say die saying i'm glad that i did it even if it didn't work out right because <laughs> you still tried you, you still learned something from it it's You'll, like the gold with the poison at least take a look at it maybe there's no poison on it maybe there is right at least take a look at it and while ultimately maybe they ended up taking the silver tray they still took a look at it and, and took something you know it's exactly but yeah so uh we're nearing an hour here, so we'll get wrapping up. Do you have any final thoughts before we close up? My final thought is that everybody deserves a prosperous life. And it's just a choice of whether you get it or not. Everybody sees a spider on their backs. Whether you consciously want to see it or not, it's your choice to look at them. So if you want to live a prosperous life, you have to make the choice. Nobody's a victim. You're only a victim if you choose to be. Make the choice to be a victor and go create the prosperous life that you deserve. Now, if you had one message to the entire world, if the entire world was listening to you right now, and uh, what, would, what would your message be to them? There's not one right way to live a life. There's only one right way for you, and that's your authentic self. That's being your authentic self. We've been told who to be and what to do our entire lives. We've had hopes and dreams before we were even born. But if you can go about life your way and nobody else's way, you'll always be happy. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on, man. Of course. That was a beautiful message. <laughs> this was a, I'd say this was a very good conversation. Um, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, so you can go to Braden Belknap. Spelled B R A I D E N and then Belknap B E L N A P. You can find me on social media really anywhere from Twitter to Instagram. And I'd really love just to connect with you guys. Uh, send me a message. I'm here for you. So if you feel like you're struggling, you're in the dumps, and you're not living that prosperous life, send me a message. I'd love to have a conversation, really help you start to go along the journey of living a prosperous life. And uh, if you guys want to follow me on social media, it's just at out at Reese's uh, or just Reese Chalvis. Uh I'm trying to start a website. Uh, how long have you? When did you start your website? It's been a little over a year. A year now? Yeah. yeah, I just have no idea what I'm doing on that side of things. <laughs> I can but, help with that. Let me know. <laughs> but, uh, I'll, I'll link all of his uh, links in the description below if you guys want to check that out. Um, anyways, I appreciate you guys watching. Hey, it was, it was nice to meet yeah. you. Good having you on so the much. podcast. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, If you guys did, drop a like, subscribe, follow. And wherever it is you're listening, whether it's the daytime, nighttime, evening time, hope you guys have a good one. Peace. See you guys.